what's up it's your pal when she gets thought a kiss and this is the bar is low every episode we take a look at a fan fiction or a collection of fan fictions and these can be either good bad or in between but this isn't a normal episode today i'm gonna teach you how to write some decent ass erotica can i guarantee it's gonna be good no because that's still in your hands but if you listen to what i'm gonna say it's not gonna outright suck i'll tell you that this episode's gonna be divided into an anatomy lesson and an english lesson which i know sounds just absolutely thrilling the english lesson will cover the broad things first like structuring and content and then i'm gonna talk about more subtleties namely word choice which as you all know is my favorite thing to talk about when i talk about erotica so you need to know anatomy i get that some porn caters to fetishes that are physically impossible but in general you want to keep it as close to biologically feasible as you can some people don't give a shit like if you write mpreg or something but even if you suspend your disbelief or something big like that small errors can pile up and ruin everything or at least be annoying and it looks sloppy and amateurish and if you don't know something look it up the internet is your friend so i'm gonna go over some common mistakes unsurprisingly most of them are about female anatomy but we will get to male anatomy and then a bit of non-gender specific stuff your vagina though we use it to refer to the general area that's the hole that gets penetrated during sex that's all the general area that we refer to as the vagina is technically called the vulva the vulva is everything now the vagina that hole is only for sex women have a separate hole to pee from and that does not ever get penetrated you need to warm your woman up before ramming a huge cock in there when someone gets wet that's natural lubricant but that still isn't always enough now the vagina is elastic and more accommodating in terms of size when a woman's aroused but even so it's still not gonna accommodate a foot long dick and it reverts to its normal size after sex so like if you just pound a woman with your huge massive foot long cock for a week then still don't expect to fit it in there when she's not turned on okay the vagina is elastic and the hymen, the vaginal opening is usually partially covered by a flexible membrane called the hymen. You can be born with no hymen, you can be born with a hymen covering your whole goddamn pussy, and what they tell you about the hymen being broken when you lose your virginity is a myth perpetuated by the patriarchy to control women's sexuality. And I know it sounds like a conspiracy theory when I say it like that, so let me just uncrazy it for you. Back in the day, being a virgin before marriage was way important, so somehow this myth got started and the effect it has is that it scares women into saving themselves from marriage because they think that their husband will be able to tell if they fuck someone else just by looking at their hymen. So the hymen can break before you have sex via masturbation. It can break because of physical activity or some other shit. Who knows, maybe someone just blasted you with the hose real hard. All right, I don't know how true that is. The hymen can remain intact after sex, having been stretched rather than broken. Basically, what I'm saying, broken hymen equals non-virgin is a lie. Intact hymen equals virgin is also a lie. There's no way to tell for sure. And also, you don't necessarily bleed the first time you have sex. Now, uterus is often just referred to as wombs, especially in porn. Don't get penetrated. You don't ejaculate inside it. They're not designed for sexual pleasure. It doesn't feel good to have something go inside your uterus. That's where the baby's supposed to be during pregnancy. That's what a uterus is for. It's not for sex. I don't want to see none of that fill in her womb bullshit. Sperm does travel through the uterus on its way to the fallopian tubes where fertilization occurs, but that's not where it starts, okay? That kind of counts on a dick hitting an open cervix if you get into the womb or whatever. Besides, an ejaculation can't fill a uterus. I don't want to see none of that shit, okay? 
The cervix is where the vagina ends and the uterus begins. If the object of penetration is big enough, it will hit the cervix. The cervix goes through a monthly cycle in time with your period. Before and during ovulation, during peak fertility, the cervix opens up and gets softer and higher. When you're not fertile, your pussy is either bleeding or your cervix is closed up with mucus. For the longest time, I thought that when you got your period, it was during ovulation and your egg was chafing the inside of your fallopian tubes or some shit, and that's why you bled? But no, that's just the uterus shedding its lining because you didn't get pregnant that month. American sex is pretty stupid. I learned jack shit about anatomy. But hey, they did teach us about safe sex, so I'll credit them with that. And it wasn't just abstinence-only bullshit. But yeah, I didn't learn any of this shit in school. And apparently, a lot of y'all didn't either. And also, why do I never see porn where a woman's on her period? Like, I see tentacle monster shit, but no, no one gets turned down by when your woman bleeds on you. Sometimes it's just gonna happen by a simple chance. Ovaries not involved in sex at all don't even mention them that's just where the eggs are has literally nothing to do with sex itself clitorises don't get penetrated they're different from vagina still in that general region it's above your vagina it's designed entirely for sexual pleasure it has no other function what you can see of it is a little nub but most of it is beneath the surface like a fucking iceberg or some shit if you're born with a y chromosome then your clitoris becomes a penis during prenatal development a clitoris is basically a female penis storm more accurately, a penis is the male version of a clitoris. And yes, it can get erect. Other stuff about female anatomy, multiple orgasms. Men just come once, then they're done. Though there are some men who can orgasm without ejaculating, like during tantric sex or something, and some can't even ejaculate multiple times, but that's rare. A woman can just keep on coming and coming indefinitely. There are two types of orgasms in addition to just having theoretically infinite orgasms. There's either vaginal versus clitoral orgasms. And if you can get her to reach both at the same time, you're you're God, okay? You're God. That's only gonna happen if you try for it though, like it's gonna happen in specific sex positions. You gotta use all that's available to you, you know? A lot of women can't even reach vaginal orgasm by getting dicked down, so she's probably faking it. Try other types of stimulation like clitoral. Even working her titties might be able to do it in some cases, believe it or not. Now let's talk about dicks a little bit. At a certain size, it just gets painful and or physically impossible to shove one up there, wherever you're shoving it. Seven to eight inches is a good maximum dick length. Now average dick length is like five, five and a half inches, okay? I don't want to see none of that 10 inch or foot long dong bullshit, okay? A longer penis does not necessarily mean more pleasure for the person on the receiving end. It's really more about girth and whether or not you know how to use your dick. Now men have a refractory period when they have their one orgasm and their dick gets soft again and it takes a little while to get another boner. Can be either minutes to hours, maybe even a day. As I mentioned earlier, some men can orgasm without ejaculating and then will probably ejaculate later. That's a form of multiple orgasms uh, and a very few can nut more than once in a single go. So try swapping out your mega schlong boy for a man with stamina, just a suggestion. Now anuses. You need lube for anal sex, not a question, just saying that, that's the real shit right there. Otherwise it's very painful, and spit is not an adequate replacement for lube. The ass, like the vagina, is also not an unlimited well of depth. The anal passage is about four to six inches. At some point, whatever you're sticking up there, that's gonna go up your intestine, okay? That's not fun. And stuff can get lost up your ass, but not your vagina. That's why butt plugs are flared at the end, so they don't get lost up there. 
All right, we finished our anatomy. Now let's talk about structuring. Porn comes in plenty of different forms, even narrowing it down to just written erotica, but there are some things you're gonna always wanna do. Porn intros, they are notorious, but you can't just throw your reader into it blindly. Not having an intro is amateurish, but people are here just to get off. Porn needs an intro that's a universal fact humans like having context for things. Sometimes it's difficult to get two characters together so they can fuck, and I get that. That's more of a fan fiction thing than a general thing, but I think that a pretty good rule of thumb is to keep the situations as realistic as possible. Porn logic is stupid, but porn intros are necessary, so even if it's difficult to come up with a situation, you gotta do it. The last fic I wrote, it's pretty fucking difficult to get those two characters together. It's a load of porn logic bullshit. I wouldn't recommend doing what I did, but another strategy is just to distract them from how stupid the situation is, and I did that by writing it in a really confusing way that involved a non-linear timeline, among other things, like not using anyone's names or capitalizing anything or no quotation marks. Not something I'd recommend, but if I think that I'd written it normally, it would have sounded a lot stupider. So if you got your context down, that's your beginning. You need a middle and end. Foreplay is good. Tease them. Then maybe you want some oral sex and then some penetration. Of course it varies and you shouldn't stick to a rigid formula for the action content of the porn itself, but that's something I see a lot and I feel like it's a pretty decent progression. Maybe if you're starting off, you want to do something like that. If you include just one sexual act, let's just say the whole porno is a blowjob. Well, you just wasted all that exposition for it just to wind down so fast. Put some detail into it. Put some more action into it. Here's something that you should not do. Uh, an example quote. And she continued to suck him off for another few minutes. That's the porn you're skipping. That's the stuff that we're here for. If you do something like that, you're lazy. Something you can do. And before they knew it, their clothes were off. That's not porn, it's foreplay. Foreplay's good to include. But if you don't want to write about people taking off all their clothes in detail, then I get that. That isn't the essence of your piece of writing. In my fic that I mentioned earlier, I had no fucking idea how to get them from, like, feeling sympathy for each other and then into bed. I still don't know how the progression would have happened, but I time-skipped while I was busy jumping around in a non-linear fashion. I think that worked, so if you want to try some non-linear bullshit or time-skips, then go for it, I guess. Just be careful about it. And then usually porn will end with someone orgasming. It's a good way to end it. We get closure for everyone. And then I usually like to put in a few lines of dialogue just to wrap things up. Now, that was all about one shots if you're writing a longer porno. Whether it has plot or not, just don't write the same thing over and over. It gets boring as shit. I don't care what weird fetishes or situations you have to put in there. Make it interesting, change things up, and consider throwing in new characters so it's not just the same two people boning over and over. I like to see some emotion in my porn too, and you're probably thinking that I'm a pussy ass softcore bitch, but I didn't specify what emotion did I? Because to me it doesn't really matter. Emotion is just there to make sex more intense. No one wants to read porn where the characters aren't into it at all. And it can be tender loving sex, it could be fiery passion sex, it could be hate sex, any emotion that's gonna make it more intense. We'll do the trick. Now, word choice. I've been waiting for this moment. This is my favorite thing. I'm gonna go over some words, mostly some body parts, and I personally like to abide by a rule that I call the three C's. One of the C's some people might disagree on, but I think the other two universally work pretty well. So, words for penis. Use the word cock. That's just your go-to. That's just the universally accepted good erotica word for penis. Use that. Now, I know it gets boring if you use the same word over and over, so you gotta have some synonyms for it, but you wanna also avoid those sometimes because 
a lot of words just have one good synonym and then the rest are kind of shit or just okay and i think some words you use sparingly for penis are just plain old penis i think that works occasionally if you use it sparingly you could use dick length i don't know i'm kind of impartial to that one and prick works don't use overly euphemistic words like manhood organ member and here's some other words to not use when describing a penis these are adjectives engorged veiny throbbing pulsating when what universe do those sound sexy don't use those fucking words a vagina can be difficult because there's no one word that everyone agrees on and what i'm about to say might not be to your taste but i think cunt gets the message across some things you can use sparingly i think vagina just you know yeah plain old vagina pussy i don't really like that one it sounds kind of childish to me you can say slit hole opening sex trying to be a little more euphemistic but don't use overly euphemistic words or terms again that's just gonna be a big theme overly euphemistic is just like okay this is porn not um poetry it's like womanhood core essence folds folds just sounds kind of gross to me lipless mouth and don't use words that mean a thing that's other than a vagina like a womb i see that a lot people are just like a womb and a vagina are the same thing they're not don't use that semen you're just gonna want to use the word come okay it's just good simple gets it across some words that i'm kind of iffy on but i think you could use sparingly or like fluid or liquid i would suggest these more if you're going for soft core vibes though don't use the word cream and you probably don't want to use the word semen that sounds too clinical to me and then one word as you know i really hate just don't use the s word seed don't use that or else I'll fight you, okay? Don't use it in any circumstance to describe cum. Got it? Okay, good. If there's anything to take away from this section, it's to use the three C's, cock, cunt, and cum. Those are the go-to words. Maybe not cunt, but the other two for sure. Some other ones, you want to use breast or tits when you're talking about boobs, obviously. Using the word boobs itself, it sounds a little juvenile to me, but I think it's okay if you're going for a more humorous approach. Don't use orbs, globes, spheres. For your asshole, you can use ass or arse. I like arse. It sounds a little more sophisticated, but not really. Something you can use sparingly for asshole is sphincter. You can throw that in there. It's not really a sexy word or something, but it does the trick when you want a synonym just to throw in there. And then don't use, again, orbs, globes, spheres. For nipples, just use the word nipples. That's it. For eyes, I know that's not really a porn thing, but just use the word eyes. Don't use orbs, globes, spheres, globular sensory perceptors, seeing circles, vision knobs, sight melons, face testicles, you get the point, just use eyes. Erections, you're gonna wanna stick to general penis words like cock, but with modifiers, so like hardened cock. You can use, I think, hard on boner or erection. Sparingly, those all vary depending on the mood of your porn. Um, then also don't use overly euphemistic terms again, like hardened manhood or stiff members. It's not sexy. It's not sexy. And then here's some words and phrases just to avoid in general. Moist. No one likes that word. Slurping. That's not sexy. Juices. That just sounds gross to me. Panties. No one likes that word either. And then some phrases that you want to avoid. Their tongues battled for dominance. That just sounds fucking ridiculous. So there's anything else about tongues fighting. And if I see one of you motherfuckers saying S word filling her womb, I'll kick your ass. 
And then here's some words that appeal to certain fetishes but are generally unsexy or swollen or squirt. So don't like that. Another thing to remember, don't use similes, don't use comparisons, analogies, metaphors. They always sound stupid. Say what things are, keep it simple. Don't say column of flesh when you're talking about an ear. Don't say sinuous muscle when you're talking about a tongue. Just say what it is. If you have to use more than one word, yes, one word to describe it, chances are that you need to simplify it before it starts sounding ridiculous. And this applies really to any object that we already know what it is. And it has a simple name, not just body parts. Word choice should match the tone and the mood that you're trying to create. So like for rough sex, you're gonna you want to use words like rammed, pounded, and fucked and grabbed. Tender sex, entered, made love, caressed. For softcore stuff, I try to keep it relatively euphemistic. And one tactic I use is to try avoiding naming body parts at all when possible. Just keep it consistent, unless you're of course going for a mood change somewhere in the middle of it. So some things to ask yourself: Does it sound stupid? Does it reflect the mood that I want it to? And is it sexy? Always edit and proofread. This goes for every piece of writing you'll ever do, not just erotica. So let's just go over what we talked about. Quick summary. Know your anatomy. If you're not sure, look it up. Try to keep it realistic. Your porn should have a structure. Porn intros are stupid, but they're important. Put porn in your porn. Describe those sexual acts in disgusting detail. Longer pornos should not be the same scene over and over. Change things up so it doesn't get boring. Emotion of any kind can make sex more intense. No one wants to read about apathetic sex. Word choice is important. Remember the three C's. Cuck, cunt, cum. Remember to keep things simple. Remember that the word choice should reflect the mood you're trying to create and no matter what you're doing, you're trying to create a sexy mood, whether that's rough or tender sex or something else. And then always, always edit and proofread. You can't guarantee that your erotica will be good if you follow these steps because that's still in your hands. But if your premise isn't shit, then it won't outright suck, okay? I can't guarantee anything. And I know a lot of this is my personal preference, but these are just some good rules that I've been able to put in place after reading so much bad porn. So I like to think that I know what I'm talking about. So that's really all I have to say on this topic, unless I think of something else and I'm like, oh fuck, why didn't I put that in there? So Bars Low is on Instagram. You can find us at the Bars Low with an underscore in between each word. Follow us, you'll know what's coming up. Next, if you want to leave a rating or review on iTunes, that'd be real cool. I'm not going to beg for five stars. Give me however many damn stars you think I deserve. And as always, I'm your pal Winchikis Thoughticus. This is the Bars Low. Thank you for joining me and that's all for today.